see us and hear us right now. So LinkedIn, we are on here. We're getting ready. Uh, we're waiting for Tavia and Ramon to check in. So hopefully uh, they got the right StreamYard link and we'll get them that. Uh, I'm going to go through my emails, make sure they got the right email. And Steve, if you want to do any running commentary, you're more than welcome as I uh, disappear to do my back-end magic. I am, uh, yeah. I was trying to see if I could get uh, our, um, our the, uh, the link out because it's been challenging for people sometimes to get the link uh, to get to this LinkedIn Live. So uh, it's funny. I've been speaking to some experts uh, on LinkedIn. I would classify, hey, this Tavia. How are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but there are definitely some experts out there, and and they're they're, they're saying it. There's no magic formula to trying to figure out how to get onto LinkedIn Live. So hopefully, uh, people will figure it out. But I'm trying to multitask here and trying to see if I can get on to uh, to the this actual uh, video and then see if I can put this out there. Uh, but anyway. Welcome everybody. I don't know if anyone's on right now. I'm, you know, I think Cameron has the the reins when it comes to StreamYard. He can see a lot better than I can. But uh, look at that, Angie. Angie's uh, point and scan or QR there. Look at that. I <laughs> Good love job, Cameron. So Cameron we're gonna throw the these up there for people that are are joining in and uh, checking things out on the live. You can hold up your phone to the screen right now. And you can connect not only with, with Angie on LinkedIn, but you'll see that her Facebook and Instagram, uh, you can get the full array and really get the whole Angie experience. And we're going to throw these up uh, for uh, Steve and myself. And uh, this is something that you can do uh, on your channels too. You got to connect with a guy named Sean Lashley. He's a lot of fun. Sean is the man. A lot of energy. I have one. Sean. I have one too from Sean. All right. So if you, you got go. an image, send it over to me, Tavi, and I'll try to get it up on the screen as well. Okay. Yeah, Sean, Sean is uh he's a bundle of energy. I think he's on <laughs> calling me, but it was just, Sean, if you're on, I, you know, I apologize, sir. It's been a been a crazy, uh, crazy day, but a great day, you know. So we're gonna have a blast. Working. So we're already getting comments. Uh David, who was on uh BizDev Live earlier, is checking in. Nice. Uh, so so glad that he's here. David uh, provides uh, animation for events, and he did a really cool animation for our, our friend and uh, colleague Rick Gabrielli for his book. And that animation is fire, fire. All right, Chris Januski is checking in. Thanks for being here. He's he's a loyalist. We got to give him like the super. Uh, fan badge, uh, Steve. We got to send something special out to these guys that are. Yeah, here. no doubt we, about we, it. Absolutely. We do appreciate you. Yeah. So, Cameron, it looks like I'm able to get. I got the link. I couldn't do it on my computer, but I got the link from my phone. Uh, and uh, hopefully, this will work. If anyone goes to my my current post, um, and uh, is having any kind of trouble, I guess. I guess if you're hearing this, you're probably not having trouble because you're hearing this, but if anyone in your network is Arthur Peralta, Arthur's in the house. Um, yeah. We're looking for Ramon right now, Steve. That's, that's still the thing. If, if uh, you want to, yeah, I tried texting him. I haven't been able to get back. Let me see if I could, I can mute myself and then um, 
Yeah, you got to tell you got to give everyone the uh, the etiquette here, right? Yeah, so everybody you're going to mute yourself when you're not speaking. Just practice good video video call piece. Make sure you pause, uh, wait for the silence before jumping in so our audio is good, especially since this is recorded and will be up on YouTube for perpetuity, right? Uh, trying to pull stuff in for QR codes. We're going to get uh, uh, Steve's QR code up on. This is our host. And Jay Arthur Peralta says there's a reminder button. Viewers can click on the post. As soon as you go live, you'll be notified. Click on it and automatically tune you in. Uh, so I don't know for the folks that are already here. Hopefully you've you've figured that out. And uh, for the folks that aren't, uh, maybe that's a good post to copy and paste and send to your folks. Uh, we would really appreciate you sharing this out uh, with your network right now. Let let them know that you're in the chat live with us, and we are live with you. Uh, and we appreciate you. We really want to get some really good questions, specific questions about personal brand. Uh, I'm just going to go through, I know Steve's going to do a more formal uh, introduction for everybody, but Rob the Beast Genovese is in the house. I have personally worked with this man and he is money in the bank when it comes to making sure that you are connecting with your right customers. He's a beast. He is a beast. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys it. have, have uh, seen the movie uh, Book of Life, but like the grandma, like they're all like sword fighters. And then and then grandma is like also a sword fighter. And she says, I was a beast, a beast. And I, and I, and I think of that every time I see. Um, That's because anybody can be a beast. Anybody. <laughs> well, Rob definitely teaches you to be a beast. And then. Uh, Steve knows Angie a little bit better than do than I do both uh, Angie and Tyler, but I had the pleasure of working with the collaterals uh, on the back end. Uh, and let me tell you, uh, class act in terms of images, things they put together. I'm going to go back to uh, Angie's card, and you know one of the things I've, I've been telling Steve to get on board with, but just the idea of having lots of different kinds of images of yourself and everything really important for image, get with that photographer, get with uh, Angie, get with Tavia so that uh, they can style you and make sure you're uh, showcasing all of the personality so you can get and be a media company. That's so big for your personal brand. I know we're going to talk about that today, but that's that's been huge. And I was going to tell you, I've never met, uh, I'm just meeting Angie and Tavia for the first time. So good to meet you both. And I'm looking at your LinkedIn profiles. A Angie's killing it with the imagery. Like I want to meet with her to find out what, what she does. Forget what I do. She's she's killer there. And then Tavia, I love this, her, her headline on her LinkedIn page, command the room, close the deal, catapult your brand. I love that. That's awesome. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's great about the imagery and language that's awesome yeah it's we, we we got a great crew we'll see i did speak with uh ramon's office and uh he's in a meeting but supposedly he's going to be jumping on so we'll see maybe he'll jump on just in time or maybe it'll be in the middle of broadcast we'll have to figure it all out so yeah have no fear ladies and gentlemen have no fear we're less than a minute from starting and we will start on time. Steve, you got your script ready? I do have my little cheat sheet here ready, yes sir. All right, so everybody that's in the chat, Sean Lashley, we appreciate you. Uh, make sure on the man holding up your phone, getting this QR code, you're gonna see all this content. When you go over to uh, Steve's stuff, you're gonna see all of his 
fired up Friday videos. I know we were just talking uh, before we went on here that uh, he was outside making sure that was happening for you, for the people uh, in the moment uh, just before we got on here. So uh, really excited that you can go and find all that content. And uh, we're we're counting down here. Uh, Steve. It's like New Year's Eve. Look at this. Is yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get you get a starch camera and going right. I'm kicking right off. Steve, right? man, we start on time. We go on time. Right. I want to say to everybody in the chat, man, let Steve know where you are checking in from. Where are my folks fired up Friday live from? <laughs> Absolutely. So hey, folks, it's Steve Spiro, the master connector, uh, Cameron, and I. We really appreciate you tuning in. So welcome to our show each week on Friday at two o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we come at you with engaging content on how you can also be a master connector. So from a you know a shy introverted kid from the Bronx to someone who's grown a massive network uh, and can talk to just about anyone. You know, there, there's definitely lots of great lessons I've learned along the way, uh, and it's it's been a winding road though. You know, I started out uh, having an advertising company right out of college to martial arts studio to technology sales, now consulting and mentoring. Uh, definitely, self development has been a crucial aspect for me. Uh, and I've had to learn and adapt and keep growing. And I think we all are seeing that with this new normal win right now. Uh, but I love to share what I've learned. So please make sure to check out, as Cameron said, my Fire Friday Master Connector tips and uh, that I post every Friday. Uh, I haven't posted today's yet. I made it, but I didn't post it yet. Thanks to my my friend, Sean Lashley. I know uh, uh, Cameron gave a, a shout out for uh, of 10,000 cards. Uh, he put together a digital card that that literally catalogs all 59. Now it's going to be 50, you know, 60 weeks uh, in one place. Check them all out, right? The, the, the link will be in the chat if it isn't already. Um, but hey, during this Master Connection series, uh, each week, our goal is to gather subject matter experts to impart their wisdom uh, to all of us. And, and we're always learning. You know, we're always connecting, right? Uh, so again, Steve Spiro, the master connector. I'm blessed to have my co-host here, Cameron Toth. Cameron is a is the host and founder of Biz Dev Live, or as I like to say, Biz Dev Live. <laughs> it's awesome. He said it way better. Uh, but uh, he's also got a YouTube show, uh, and he's he creates engaging uh, events called BizDev Live Networking, uh, you know, the live networking event, which is on Tuesday at, at twelve o'clock. So you're all invited to click the link and uh, and, and and chat and, and uh, get involved here. Okay, uh, but he, let me tell you a little bit about uh, our experts um, who um, you know you're going to be uh, hearing from, and I highly recommend you follow them, connect with them. Uh, first, we have in no particular order, um, but we have Leg. She's awesome. Recently met her. She blew me away. Uh, Edgy helps influential people use storytelling as a medium to build their personal brands and spread their message. Uh, Dr. Ramon Peralta, he just called me, so I don't know if he's having technical he's, difficulties. He's here. He's on. He's on. He's on. Okay, great. Okay, good, because I'm reading a script. I can't see what I'm looking at. Right <laughs> so anyway, so hey, da, hey, Ramon, how you doing, sir? Yeah. So Dr. Peralta provides a vision for his clients gained from his 28 years, you would never know by, by his face, 28 years of experience in, in creative design, branding, and marketing. My buddy, you know, man, friend of uh, him and his wife of, of at least 20 years, Rob G, Rob Genovese is a beast. Uh, he shows you how to power the power of brand 
and, and branding raises the value of your business while attracting more and dream more and more of your dream clients, uh, you know, to, into your business. And lastly, but certainly not least, we have Tavia Sharp. Um, great name to be in the image consulting business, but she teaches ambitious uh, business owners uh, con and consultants and career-driven men how to use their image as a tool to magnetize opportunities for their business and beyond. So without that, without further ado, uh, welcome everybody, panelists. Cameron, you're the, you're the man. Appreciate you helping with all the technology and everything you do here behind the scenes. We couldn't do this without you, so appreciate you. And I'll turn it back over to you, sir. Yes, sir. So we're going to jump right into it. So what we need everybody to do, uh, besides letting us know where you're checking in from, so we really appreciate that. Gives a nice, gives an idea of who we are speaking to. So that's really, really helpful. Uh, so definitely comment in the chat. Let us know where you're coming from. But we also want to know your very, very, very specific questions for your personal brand. This is for you. This is to deliver value for you. So what are the questions you have? Are you having issues with uh, people understanding where you're coming from, telling your story? We have experts for each of those pieces. Are you having trouble sharing your vision? Do you have a vision for your personal brand? Are you working in a company right now and want to get promoted? All of this has to do with personal brand. So we want to help you. So what are your specific questions that we can help you with? So we're going to start with the question of the day, which is the name of this program, the importance of somebody's personal brand. Now we understand brand and, and if you've ever seen a presentation by Rob Genovese, and if you have not, you need to go check out his channel and it gives all this amazing content for free, but we understand, you know, the, 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 the difference in the value between Starbucks and the, the deli's coffee. We know what we prefer. We know what we're going to pay more for, but why is personal brand important? So uh, I got the private chat on StreamYard, everybody. Uh, that is where you can, as a, as a guest here, get in there and sort of raise your hand. Right now, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand, but uh, hit me in the private chat as we're going along. Go ahead, Ramon. You're in. You're up. I'm up. The power, the reason being, the reason is to differentiate yourself, number one. Uh, if you don't build a personal brand, you, you essentially become invisible in, in this climate. Uh, so really, it's, it's a reason for, you know, brands are human. So build your personal brand, be authentic, uh, go beyond being a subject matter expert. I, I think that uh, letting people know who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, what you're doing in the community, it really helps you stand out amongst other subject matter experts or, or other uh, competitors, even in your field. So I, I'd like to share the time and hear from some of the other panelists. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in here and just just really kind of give some love to our folks here. We got Benjamin Kissling from Long Island, Hugh Ryan checking in from Rockland, Jolie Martin, uh, New York. New York's a big state. Come on, get a little more specific uh, with me, Jolie. I, I need to know where you're at specifically. Uh, I need to He's come in and the knock city. on your door, right? <laughs> Not that much, right? So uh, fired up Norwalk, <laughs> Amy Kanarek, Paula. Thanks for being here. I was talking to her earlier. Steve connected her to me and we had a one-on-one. -on -one. That's the magic and the power. Make sure you're connecting with all of our panel today. This is LinkedIn. That's the power. Connect, right? And uh, David, who I did a biz dev live with this morning. So 
Thank you all for checking in on the chat. Now it's time to get your questions in. All right, who's next on the panel who wants to tackle the importance of personal brand? Go ahead, Tavia. So regardless of your age or your industry or position, you have an opportunity to stand out. We live in a digital world. How do you stand out? Your personal brand is personal. It is you, whether you like it or not, you two are a brand. And so you just show up that way. It's how you look, it's how you act, it's how you speak about yourself. How do you create a magnetic personal brand that allows you to stand out in a crowded marketplace? And that's really what I think personal brand is and Beautiful. why it's important and now. I, just some more folks we want to shout out here. Mario checking in from Mayo back. Are you? Got Gillian sent great advice from Moan. Tammy, thanks for being so excited to be here. I'm excited to be here too. Andy Phillips, Croton on Hudson. And I'm in Andy. So she's in Westchester. Yes, I'm in Westchester too. See, now it's a little more specific, Jolie. We're neighbors, right? Now, now I get it. All right, go ahead, Steve. Awesome. Well, yeah, shout out to all the friends that have joined us. It's awesome to see you, see you folks. So yeah, so listen, um, my, my answer is simple, right? You know, it's, it's classic Dale Carnegie. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. And they're not going to do business with companies per se. Yes, that helps a little bit. They want to do business with you, right? So what's your brand? You know, I was, I was talking actually to Jolie earlier today. It's funny, we were speaking on this topic. And, you know, if you build a personal brand, whatever you decide to pivot to, you'll be okay, right? If you got a following, you got people that are in your network that like you, that know what you're about. As long as whatever you're pivoting to matches what you're, your core mission statement is right. If you know, if you, you again, if you if if you could convey who and what you're about, people want to know what you know and they want to do business with you. So that's my answer to, to the question: is people do business? People know they know, like, and trust, and that's the importance of having your own personal brand. Thank you. All right, we got more folks checking in. Get your questions in, everybody. Who wants uh, up next on deck with this one? Go ahead, Angie. What's going on, everybody? So, you know, like Tavia said, you are your brand. And what's so incredible about this time in history is that you get to decide what that looks like. You know, when you're part of a company, they get to decide what that looks like. But for your personal brand, you're allowed to be you, authentic. You're allowed to mix in all of the things that make you, you. And I think a lot of people's misconception about a personal brand when they're marketing and when they're niching down is they feel fake, but we're literally taking the best parts of you and just telling a story. So there's nothing to be afraid of. There's an authentic way of doing it. And you get to decide what people say about you when you're not in the room. That's what I love about personal branding. Shout out to Mikkel checking in from Union, New Jersey. All right, who didn't go? I, I'm, I'm trying, i am got my eyes going all over. I'll go place. since I'm the only one who didn't go. Go, go, Rob. <laughs> right you just jump right in there. And first of all, I just want to say how excited I am to be part of this panel um, with Ramon, Tavia, and Angie, who I've just met today, but I love uh, talking with people in my industry. And so, yeah, they, they pretty much summed it up, but I'll, I'll give you this take on personal branding since we kind of know what it is, is you got to think about it this way. A lot of people are building a company or they work for a company and they think, well, why should I build a personal brand? And for the reasons that everybody else stated, but here's one of the best reasons that you're gonna wanna build a personal brand. Think about this, in the volatile times we live in, where you have the power to do anything you want in your life, what happens 
if you leave the company or they ask you to leave that you work for? What happens if your business that you're building somehow collapses due to unforeseen circumstances like COVID, right? If you build a personal brand, you own it. And no matter what you do, you can leverage it against anything you do in the future because you bring your followers with you. And that's my take on personal branding. Absolutely. All right. So we have this question. How do I brand my small business to attract Fortune 500 companies? Not everybody all at once. Come on now. I bet Ramon could take this one. Let's go, Ramon. You've been you've been volunteered. So I'll, 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 yes, I'll only uh, chime in here because we just closed a deal with our first uh, Fortune 500 company. We're essentially a small agency. Usually, we're white labeling for larger agencies, but we're working right now with Dr. Scholl. So I'll put it out there. We got we got a, a, a nice project that we're working on with them and we're very excited about it but it took many many years we've been we've been going at this now 13 years and we're small the problem when you're small and you have a small looking brand or feeling brand is those fortune 500s feel like you're you're not going to be able to handle uh you know you don't have the capacity to scale or you, or you don't you won't be able to handle a large project for them so you really have to start smaller uh, with smaller projects, tag team with other agencies, put yourself out there uh, and leverage some of your prior experience. Look into your own story. You know, as we talk about personal branding, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, people can copy your, your look and feel and your messaging and your, and your color palette, but they can't copy your personal uh, life experiences and your business experiences and leveraging those. So maybe there's a relevant client in your own personal work history that could be attractive to a Fortune 500 company. So leveraging brands. So now they're not so much focused on you uh, as an individual uh, for your, you know, exp you know, basically you're looking at what other brands can be leveraged. You know, what brands are in my background? For me, I use the, I, I, I always speak that I was on the team that helped start Priceline. So that gets people's attention. That helps me stand out from somebody else and, and, you know, for me, it's been being involved on a local level, uh, in a, in the community, uh, taking on social causes, sitting on many boards. Once you once you get out there, you're continuing to build your brand. You're going to start meeting other people that are on board of directors, and some of those board of directors are folks that are from these Fortune 500 companies. It's it's also not just about branding to attract, but trying to get and navigate into those circles where those folks that are decision makers at Fortune 500s are also hanging out at. So it, it takes time, but you've got to start, you know, somewhere. And if and when you're small, trust me, leveraging other brands that are in your work history and getting into those same circles that some of these decision makers are in are a great strategy for doing that. Yeah, I love I love that advice. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, that's great, great advice, Ramon. I, I can tell you, I can start with what you should do. I know we get reverse. We got it. I got it. Uh, just uh, when uh, you're off uh, camera, make sure you're on mute. That's all. You're good. But yeah, one thing when I started my first company and have it, had the had the advertising company, we were trying to do do it completely wrong. We were trying to act big and look big, and all it did was put us in a tremendous amount of debt and a hole, and it was almost impossible to get out of. So don't do that, right? Um, but you know what? One of the things I will tell you is this, right? There's a value to being small and some companies will look for that, right? There, there's a flexibility that, that you could, 
there's a, there's a there's a mobility, right? You're you're not so you can you can you can move and shake and so forth, right? So so again, one of the things about branding, and I know we're talking personal brand here, but this kind of gets more into company brand, but but one of the things is be authentic, right? Don't try to seem big. You you are who you are, and the strengths are in who you are. So if you emphasize that, the right companies or the right people or the right whatever will come to you based upon the authenticity of what you're about. That's what I have to say. I love that. And what I want to do right now so we can get the audience fired up is sort of lay a groundwork on what personal brand is, all the characteristics of personal brand. As we were doing the lead up here, we were talking about imaging uh, for thought leaders. So what is my personal brand if I'm working for a company on the come up? What's my personal brand if I am middle management, that sort of thing? What's my personal brand if I'm an owner? And then what's my personal brand if I'm a thought leader and somebody that wants to be out there as a consultant or somebody that even wants to be on the level of something like a Tony Robbins kind of thing? Who wants to, uh, I, would, I would love actually one of the ladies, uh, since we got so many men here and, and to give us especially some feedback on what the men should be doing. I know Tavia, uh, that is something that you are special at. Do you want to jump in on that first and then Angie? Sure. Sound good? All right, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Okay, so you really wanna think about what makes you different? What makes you unique? Why do you stand out amongst your competition, whether that's in you know a profession, like if you're an executive or you're looking to really move to the next level, get promoted, you have to start showing up as a leader. And how do you differentiate yourself among your coworkers, right? If you're a consultant or a business owner, how do you stand out? Um, what is your, what do people know you for? And what do you actually want people to know you for? I think there's two different things. Like one thing is you might know or think you know what other people think about you, but then there's actually really knowing what they think about you. So it's important to find that out. Ask your colleagues, ask your coworkers, friends, family, you know, what do they know you for? And these are ways you can actually improve that about yourself in how you show up at just in day to day. I love that. And can we, Angie, when you answer this question, if you can differentiate some of those layers, right? So if you're at different positions, right? Uh, of you know, and you know, I know that you do like the telling your story kind of thing. Can you walk through how people should be able to develop their story at those different levels in the game? Absolutely. For a lot of people, everybody has a lot of passions and talents, and sometimes it's hard to harness that into one message. And you have to do the research, like reaching out to your friends and family. One of the things, one of the uh, practices or exercises that I do is I reach out to my friends and family and I say, describe me in three words. And you will not believe the type of information that you will get. So I had that done. I had about 150 responses. I put it all on an Excel sheet and I realized what people really thought of me when they thought of, you know, who I am, what I do. And giving people just three words really makes them think and it narrows down exactly who they, how they can describe you in, in the simplest way. And that was one of the most powerful exercises I ever did because I'm definitely complicated. I love to sing, I love backpacking, I scuba diving, all these different things. So that really gave me an idea of how people 
people perceived me and the direction that I either wanted to continue going in or in the direction that I was just like, okay, I can see, they see me as an expert in this and maybe I am. Sometimes people just need a little push and they're insecure about their, their own expertise. And believe it or not, people believe that you can do a lot more than sometimes you think, and that's all part of your brand. So finding all the different layers of what other people think about you is a really, really great start to understanding how you wanna formulate all those different layers of your brand and what you wanna start focusing on first. And in most of my content, you know, I do about 80% of valuable content and then 20% uh, of my personal personal stuff of my dog and my adventures and things like that. I don't discount those passions and those other parts of me, but I focus on what people really value about me. Oh, I love that. All right. So we have some, some questions in the chat and this is my favorite part, bringing that real, real laser focused value to folks. So we got Jennifer Martinez who says, what would be the first thing someone starting out creating their personal brand should do first. Now, I feel like Angie and Tavia sort of uh, put this together, but I'm going to throw this over to Rob. Steve's like hitting me in the private chat over here. Talk about the background. And I think this sort of plays in to it. We're on Zoom a lot these days. And if you see, I have uh, up on my screen our Master Connections logo. Usually I'm on things and I got the Biz Dev Live logo. So figuring out this technology is, is really important, uh, not to knock anybody that doesn't have the fancy virtual backgrounds like me and Rob, uh, because I've seen really great uh, folks that are uh, photographers that have photos on their wall behind them. They have style cues in um, that show off their style. You can see today with Ramon, he's got the plaques on the wall. He's a big league guy, right? And so, and, and we, we came into this pandemic and we weren't really prepared for it. So as we come into this 2020, 2021 world, this is part of the personal branding game too. So I'll, I'll, I'll lead off with that and uh, set it up for Rob to knock that out of the park. Go ahead. Up oh, on mute. Right. We have the 2020 yeah. theme right, song. I feel like, yeah, this is the drinking game. You're, You're on muted. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people want to mute me on purpose, but that's okay. But I actually loved what Angie said. You know, when you're first starting out, I'm, I've had people come to me and I've turned away people who think that, you know, branding has become a real big buzzword in the last 10 or 15 years. People are starting to understand what branding means. Um, people at the small levels, not just big corporations and companies can brand and everybody should brand. So uh, I've, I've turned people away because they said, you know, I need a brand. And I go, look, first, you need to get some sales because you don't even have a company yet. Right. So you get things going. And the, the real question is this. Well, they want to know how do they differentiate themselves? Because that's what branding ultimately is. How do you differentiate yourselves from the competition? So what Angie says is perfect, because if you're starting out and you're a solopreneur, you really can't look at yourself and go, I'm different because of this, because you have no clue. It's when you ask other people that you get this objective, off the cuff, a gut level reaction of what they see is different about you. And she also said, you know, focus, you want to focus. So there's usually one thing. So find the one thing that, that is your strength that makes you different and hang your hat on it. Because the thing is, you cannot be an expert in more than one thing when you're first starting out until 
you become known as the go-to expert in that one thing, then you can leverage the trust and credibility on anything you do after that. So I would say to Jennifer, I would take Angie's advice. If you're just DIYing your own brand, the first thing is, you know, if you've got a budget, you need to hire one of us because we can absolutely help you. There's no doubt about that. But if you're going to DIY, if you don't have the budget yet because you're starting out, I get it. So take her advice. Ask people, say, you know, three words about me, go and see what they say. Look at what the common thread is and then amplify it. That's what you want to do. I love that. I love that. Steve and then Ramon. Go ahead, Steve. Great, great points, right? Uh, and, and Rob, you know, it's funny. I was talking to Rob the other day, and uh, he's got some uh, some people helping him with some video stuff and and, and graphic stuff. And uh, you know, he, he is he is the beast, but it's not like an evil thing. It's a, he's in beast mode, right? That's that's what he's about, right? And so to that point, it's you need to figure out who and what you're about. And yeah, yeah, you could you could find points of differentiation, but it's got to be authentic. Okay, so the thing that has been very helpful for me, and I, it's going to come out on my video post for today a little bit as well, is it was advice was given to me not that long ago, actually for a while now, and I finally took up on it, which is create your own personal mission statement for your life, right? And once you figure that out, then you could kind of start to to, to kind of call in on what you want your your brand, what you're about to be about, right? Uh, because if if there's things that's different about you, but it's not in line with that brand, or you're just trying to distinguish yourself, but that's not in line with your brand, you're not coming across, across authentic. And authenticity and humanness and your heart are all things that I think people crave and really are attracted to. It, you can't be phony, can't be fake. It's gotta be authentic. It's gotta come from you, from your heart. So that's it. So come up with a mission statement, You know, create a, a personal mission, mission statement for your life, and Go then ahead, execute accordingly. Answer Jennifer's question. Um, to answer a question about what's the what's the first thing you should do is just be consistent. I'm really big on that. One of the first things I recommend is you get a professional headshot, right, and use that same headshot on all these different platforms because the first thing someone's going to do is Google you. You can even Google yourself, see what comes up and, and what shows up there. And are you, you know, are you wearing a tie on, on LinkedIn, Ramon, but then you're wearing a, a football jersey I'm, I'm on just, Facebook? I, I just need to put a, a pin here. I want to just, I just want to get a head nod yeah. around the room. How important is a professional image in this day and age? Right. I, I just want to, I just want to highlight and pause on a moment. I'm just, I'm going to say, take a moment of silence. You need a professional headshot and if not <laughs> multiple headshots for creating media okay ramon i think i think i did it all right thank you thank you way to stop me way to stop me because i'm like a you know i'm like a, a rocket so uh but good job there so yeah absolutely consistency because people don't read you know they, they, they're they're thumbing they're, they're swiping what's going to make them stop is is seeing the same thing i always like to say that if a two-year-old's in the backseat of a car and they're driving by a McDonald's and they know it's a McDonald's, that's good branding. They can't read yet, but they've already been indoctrinated with the golden arches. So what are your golden arches for your personal brand? It starts out with a good headshot. Ideally, if you have a logo or a color palette or some or a slogan or a hashtag, things that you can kind of 
uh, you know, earmark all of your content so that it can be archived in the same place. And, and when somebody does a Google search on you, that it's consistent, that you have a consistent voice. If you're the helpful voice, if you're the formal voice, if you're the street smart, you know, wisecracking voice, be consistent on all these platforms because you just never know where your target audience might be consuming your media. Uh, and and you want to make sure that they're if they're if they're hearing about you on LinkedIn that that jives with what you have posted in, on other platforms because immediately people are, are you know does it pass the sniff test and if you don't pass the sniff test you don't have credibility and people are going to do business of course with people they like but more importantly people that they trust and if you look and sound different on different platforms they don't know who they're getting that's not going to be good for your brand. Yeah, they don't remember what you do. They remember how you they how you make them feel. That whole piece of it so important. I know it's probably going to come off of a, a few of our lips uh, as we're going through this. <laughs> really, really, really important. Uh, there was a comment in here uh, as we're getting into to um, Jillian's uh, question. Hopefully, I'm saying it right. Jillian versus Gillian. Jillian, um, Alan Greenwald, who I met with this morning as well. Um, well, he, that was another one, but he was saying same picture across all mediums, uh, 1031 Rob sort of agreed with that. It's one of those things that I actually disagree with a little bit because of the different styles. And I see Angie kind of nodding with me. So I know I got somebody rocking with yeah. me in the corner. Uh, but I, I want to engage with that because I think there's two different strategies there mm -hmm. and it really kind of depends on kind of what you're trying to do. Um, you know, I could imagine like if you're a corporate CEO, maybe it's one specific image and that's all you get. Uh, so going back to uh, uh, Jillian's question, should a small biz note its partners on its website to show you can handle big accounts or save that for the meeting? I think this is a really great question. I also want to add into this because this plays into the personal brand thing, because there's a pet peeve of mine when somebody has a website and it's all brand and no person. There's no actual person to connect with. Uh, I'll let somebody else say the catch line that goes with that. Uh, but what's your brand without the person? And, and that plays into our whole thing of the importance of the personal brand today. Who wants to jump in on that first? Who wants to take? Uh, I would love to. Yeah, I, I, I know Rob, Rob is chomping at the base. I'm a beast. <laughs> it's not that you know the question. It's a it's a great question, Jillian. And I think that the answer to that question is less about should you put the partners on the website as to Cameron's point. Look, the second most visited page on every website is the about page because people don't want to buy from companies. They want to buy from people. They want to. They want to feel a connection there. So they're going to go to the about page anyway. And if you've got people in your company, and I assume everybody does, you do want to list them there because they, they want to be able to connect with somebody. So it's not about whether your partner should be there to show you can handle a certain size account. That's not really putting your authenticity forward. The authenticity is the fact that you have the people, you have the experience, and however your brand is crafted and built to convey and connect with a certain customer. So if your brand isn't being built to connect with the big corporate accounts, then something else needs to be done. It's actually the point about whether or not you have people on there is moot with the connection you should have in there anyway. I love that. I love that so much. All right. So 
my my folks uh Ramon, I know you you're jumped in. Uh, does somebody else want to jump in and continue this on the website question on should they include partners? And I think you know we can even talk about you know affiliate links, that kind of thing. We can jump into some of that stuff because there's money versus image. Anybody want to tackle that? I I can just chime in a little bit. Uh, when I first started out. Um, I was, I was just doing branding. You know, I come from a print background. I wasn't doing web design when I first started out. Now we have people on, we have, you know, uh, employees that are doing websites in house. Uh, but in the beginning, when you're starting out, I felt it was important to list our strategic partners. We had a specific section of our website where we had our strategic partners and it does two things. First of all, you wouldn't partner with another firm uh, that wasn't that didn't have a good reputation. So you're leveraging their brand, but you're also uh, cross-pollinating your clients because they may have a book of business and you have a book of business, and you're assuming that hey, I'm going to put you on on our website as our strategic partner for a complimentary service that at the time you are not providing in-house, and they're doing the same thing. And now you've essentially doubled your sales force and doubled your client, your, your book of business. So in the beginning, yes, as you scale and grow, you'll start realizing, you know what, I'm gonna either I'm gonna either acquire this company or I'm gonna hire my own people that do those things in-house as I grow. But in the beginning, I found it very important to not come across as a one-trick pony, but to say, hey, look, I don't offer these services in-house, but these are my partners and they're verified and they're vetted. And I think it's very important as you build your brand to, to leverage other brands that are well-known and well-respected uh, in the community to also show that, hey, we can get it done for you. It may not be us, but we, we vouch for them. And they're doing the same thing while, while you're doing your thing. So double your sales force, increase your credibility, you know, cross-pollinate clients. Uh, very important to build your network that way. And sure enough, there's plenty of people that I know I compete with that are sitting in a Starbucks farming everything out overseas, I've taken it upon myself to build a company with people that are on salary, that are full-time, and I want to show that off. That is a differentiator for me. So I think it's important to do both. List your strategic partners and your team on your website. Hey, Cameron, can I jump in here for a second? Yeah, go ahead. I, I think Ramon, I think that's an awesome um, point that he's making. What I actually want to do is I, I want to just hijack and go back to something because I think in terms of personal branding, and the audience that we have, and people looking at, you know, how do they start their personal brand? I would love to hear, and I got corrected by Sean Lashley, um, it's Tavia, it's not Tavia, so bad me. Um, I wanna hear what Tavia has to say about the headshots, because I'm gonna tell you something. That one thing right there is the smallest, stupidest, dumb little thing that people are not doing to put their personal brand forward and in the best light. I would love to hear what Tavia has to say about that, because I've been on rants about that, but she's the expert at that. Yeah, go ahead, Tavia. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I'd love to get. I, I, do you do you have the same point of view of there should be different images across social, or are would you be more on the one image in one spot, you know, across everything? Okay, so first of all, it's I cannot even emphasize how much it is so important to have a current professional headshot of yourself. You are representing who you are. You know, you don't want to look outdated to people. And here's the thing. We don't know what people are thinking. They're not going to say the not so nice things, but they're thinking things. They're, they're 
creating judgments in our head. We all do it, right? So we don't know how many missed opportunities we just missed out on because we didn't have a consistent, up-to-date looking you know, brand. A headshot is a big, huge part of that. Um, the second part of the question is having the same uh, headshot. So look, if you don't have multiple headshots, well then use one that is the most current. But I think it's important to show different sides of yourself. So uh, if you have, I mean, usually when you get a, a photo shoot, you have at least two to three professional shots. Use those and spread those out across your platforms. And you really want to look consistent because um, as Ramon mentioned, people are Googling you. So what comes up on the first page, usually it's in the first top five at least, is LinkedIn and your website or some other type of um, article or something that you've posted out there, right? So these are the things that come up. Is this consistent throughout all of the start to finish experience that somebody has of you and your oh, brand? Angie, you want to jump in and chime in a little bit? Yeah, she's like, ah, yes. Here comes the rebel, y'all. Here comes the rebel. Listen, I think we find ourselves in contradiction all the time. We tell people to be authentic, but then we tell them to do the same picture over and over and over. Now, as a black woman, you know, my hair is a part, is an accessory. So I'm blonde two weeks ago, I'm curly today, I'm straight tomorrow, and that's my authentic self, you know? So it is very difficult to sometimes put these very specific rules. If for the creatives out there, the creatives are dying out here with these rules, and it goes against everything about them being authentic and being themselves. So I do think there has to be some continuity within the images, you know, um, I try to keep a certain type of continuity in my images, but I do like to change. I like to show my personality. If you have a big personality, show it. If you are a CEO and more demure, show it, you know, that could be the consistency part, but you can have different images you can show. And actually even, I think different images belong on different platforms. You know, you can have a more professional, demure image on LinkedIn, and you can have a little bit more of a, a casual image on Instagram. You know, I don't use my platforms the same way either. I'm definitely more, for my personal brand, I'm definitely more um, casual in my content when it comes to Instagram, whereas LinkedIn is absolutely more professional. So it's all depending on how you're, you, you know, the image that you want to create in each platform. But I do think that we need to change the conversation a little bit about how we actually um, talk about imagery for personal brands. And I love this. So 1031 Rob, and actually I shout out to 1031 Rob because me and Steve were, were like, he was on the mind and, and part of the mix uh, for this because he's been on before. And I was saying he's got such great images on his profiles. He says, I prefer using two variations of headshot. Both are professional, but one is a profile shot and the other is a forward facing. And, and I got to say, I, I love that strategy. Uh, one of the things that I've been doing and I sort of see it with some of the, the content that Angie's put together and even some of the content that uh, Ramon and Rob have put together and some of the content that Tavia has put together uh, in terms of like, if you go to Tavia's website, 
you got her like walking and doing different things on the website. So that variation, maybe the profile pictures are the same. So you get that recognition, but within the media, there's this, this change up. So I, I want to put it back to you, uh, Angie, in terms of like strategy, uh, you know, I can't afford a photo shoot. Um, I can't do that yet. Cause what I would definitely recommend is like scheduling the photo shoot and getting as many photos as possible. So you could create all this content, but you know, maybe you're, Maybe you're a little shy. Maybe you don't have the funds. You can't get out. COVID, all that kind of stuff. What's a what's a simple hack with the smartphone, the webcam, so you can get that kind of style going uh, with your personal profile? You need one tool, and that is a ring light. My ring light is my baby. And so many of my pictures are taken with my phone and a ring light and then edited in camera in Canva, take out the background and boom. Everybody needs to stop making excuses. We have all the technology that we need to be and build whatever it is that we desire. Every business started at zero, you know? So start with what you've got. It might not be perfect, but it's definitely going to be good enough. You can absolutely take a course. There's YouTube. There are no excuses. There's free information out there that's going to teach you how to take a professional headshot in your living room, you know, up against a blank wall. Take down that painting, stand up against that wall, do 20 poses because it takes me 20 selfies to get the one that I like. Right, ladies? Right? 20 selfies. <laughs> Just to get that one that you really, really like. And that's and that's normal. That's actually photography for so many people, for so many professionals. It takes a while to get that perfect shot. And people just get so frustrated too easily and then give up and say, I don't have the time and go ahead and make excuses. So all you need to do is go to Amazon, wait two days, okay? And you've got your ring light and it will change everything about your imagery. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of stand on those remarks for a moment. We got Leanne Cowderwood uh, checking in the chat, great YouTuber. And she was saying, amen, while Angie was speaking. So, you know, uh, not only from our expert panel, but experts outside the industry uh, agree with this thing. Rob is saying it's one of those simple things that things aren't doing. If you're hearing that and you're not on it, and you know, Come can on. I just say one thing on that? And so it was great, Andy. Yeah, and then I, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say that we got a, a question on trademark, and I know Ramon, uh, I think Steve, uh, we're gonna jump in on that because Alan asked a question about uh, trademarking. Uh, should you trademark stuff? So go ahead, Rob, and then we'll get into that. No, the, the whole thing about the headshots, and especially in LinkedIn, this drives me crazy. But you know, how many times have people gone and looked at the headshot, and then you go, "Hey, let's connect. Let's grab a coffee," right? And you go and you get in front of that person and they go, hey, how you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for somebody else. Why? Because the shot's like 15 years old. They don't even look like that anymore. It's like, come on. Talk about a disconnect. There's no authenticity there if your shot doesn't look like you now. Look, what Angie says is great. And even if you can't do that indoor shot, which is logistically difficult, go outside on a nice day. Put your iPhone camera on portrait mode. Take a picture. It blurs out the background. It's fantastic. You got no budget. That's the best way to go. Yeah, I love that. All right, uh, let's let's get into this. Steve, you want to jump in first, and then we'll let Ramon tackle. Well, I was going to talk trademark. I, Rob, just you just you just mic dropped it out for me. I, that was it. <laughs> I mean, I I literally was going to say go outside because I love that I, I have a ring light too. I'll, I'll, I could even show it to you. I like the ring light. 
But, you know, I, I recently, uh, my, my nephew was 23, new to LinkedIn, helped with it, with a, you know, all we did was we go outside. I put a little jacket, he took my jacket, my button down shirt, we went outside. I had him look a little off to the side, one shot, blurred background, outside, good lighting, we're done, you know? And I mean, you know, th- we're not always that great that it happens in one shot, but, but, and I'm not minimizing there's great photographers out there, you should do that. Yeah, you're young, getting started, it's a great way to go. Just get something in there that's better. You don't want to be on, uh, in the bathroom with the selfie of, of yourself. Get someone to help you with the shot. So you, you know, what I'm saying, like, how many, how many, how many times have we seen that one, right? The cat, you get the, you got the, the the phone in the mirror. It's like ridiculous. So yeah, the, the bathroom selfie's got to go on any of your social media networks because <laughs> once it's out there, it's out there, and it's there's no coming back from it. It's gonna haunt you uh, down the road someday. And then I I think the outside thing is is really pertinent because the best photos are the ones that you don't have shadows. I just had somebody that was uh, gonna be on my show. They sent me a photo, and you know because of the lighting their their face was half in darkness so i'm i'm putting these bright graphics up on for the the youtube thumbnail and if you look it just looks weird and you don't come off looking sharp so having yourself well lit so we can see your features uh see your smile see your personality that's a big big deal all right ramon finally we're going to get to alan greenwald's question should you trademark your brand Yes. Uh, well, first of all, th- we can have a whole show on headshots, apparently. <laughs> Absolutely. I just want to keep talking about it. And I just recently updated mine after I think three years is a good lifespan. Uh, and then my whole goal is to like not gain too much weight so that I still look like it. But anyway, uh, as far as trademarking, absolutely. Uh, I, I've invested in, in, a, in a good uh, patent attorney. <laughs> So uh, it's expensive to trademark your brand, but it's super important, especially if you have an icon uh, or a slogan or something that that like for us, we have the PD symbol. We, we, we first started using that with the TM. So if you have any indication or hopes for registering it, just use your mark with a TM on it. it let's people know that it that you do plan on registering it and you actually have to show it in use uh, when you do register it, when you file uh, with the patent office, you have to show uh, the first time you used it, uh, whether it's on a T-shirt, on a website, on a brochure, on a PowerPoint deck. So start using it immediately with a TM, and then you submit it. You know, I I wouldn't do it your, do it myself, but you could. Um, there are some things that I know I'm good at, and other things that I will pay for. Patent attorneys is one of them. Um, send it to a patent attorney. They'll they'll do a search to see if there are any other similar marks out there. What you don't want to do is spend a, a ton of money, you know, embroidering things and, and getting signs made. And then you find out that there's somebody that uses the same mark and they're, they're in your same space. It's all about like consumer uh, confusion or, you know, infringement uh, or, you know, if you're, you know, it's, it's like if you watch Coming to America, it's classic. The McDonald's, you know, and, and McDowell's, you know, they have the golden arches. We have the golden arc. I love that whole that whole scene but you that's exactly why you need to trademark especially if you plan on doing this for real if if you're building a brand for the long haul uh owning it and and having it registered uh is 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 an asset it's part of the the valuation of your company uh and and the recognizable nature of your company so i absolutely would register it uh, as a trademark so so just a couple pieces on that because we're we can back up from 
the whole trademark question is, okay, you know, you're launching your business, you're going to set up a website. Is your website very similar to another website? So somebody's got the .com address and you picked up the .net, you know, address. You know, I, I, I got to say my opinion on that is like, maybe think of a different name. Uh, if it's, if it's a whole lot of, this goes into the personal brand thing, you know, make it easy for people to find you, make it easy uh, for them to say your address, find ways to make it uh, appetizable. You know, you look at the best brands and marks. I know uh, Rob will jump in on this uh, a little bit later, uh, but this idea of the the stylish colors and making sure that visually, impactfully, easily, all in these different ways that they can find you. And then the trademark piece after that, because it doesn't make sense to trademark something that are people really you know, wanting that anyways, right? Build something that that's uh, that that you want to be trademarked. And obviously, if you have that genius idea, uh, trademark mm -hmm. it. And then I got my my friend Leanne Cowderwood says, trademark won't move across borders unless you specifically process it that way. Sorry, I'm Canadian, so we got our international folks chiming in. There. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, and now, because because headshots are a big deal, and if we're going to talk about personal brand, I think it does right. I think there's a reason we're all emotional about this topic. Uh, I I think it's really interesting uh, that Jolie Martin is asking this question, and I think for the ladies, uh, you guys would have some particular feedback on Jolie's picture, whether it was an old or new picture. Um, so I would love to kind of get that. And one of the things that was really really beneficial, if anybody does any youth program, so we did this college and career. We do this college and career prep program. And part of that program in terms of training kids, young adults for the future, we would put ladies and gentlemen, we do these career days, we dress everybody up, we put them on stage and we go through the outfits, not in a mean way, but in a way that let them know, you know, in terms of code switching, right? For anybody that's in the know on that word, code switching, how do you fit into the environment that you're going into so that people don't question where you're coming from, what your means are, so that you come in, you got your suit on, and you just fit in. LinkedIn, there's a there's a culture to this. Steve, do you want to jump in on the on the culture, or, or you want to let somebody else handle that? Because I know this LinkedIn is is your baby, but this idea that you fit in, and then I'll let the ladies go in on uh, kind of the, should you update your photo and what it should look like and all that jazz. Steve, you want to, or you're like, you, you, you look like muted, so I don't know. I, 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 uh, I mean, I was going to just, just address uh, Jolie's question, but I can let the ladies take that one. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, you know, to me, LinkedIn is, is a community, right? And you, we're creating a community and, and, you know, it, it's not just a business profile. It's not just a business. It's a community. So just make sure that you're you're addressing it as as such. And and you know that that's really my biggest point. I don't have a lot to say about about the culture of LinkedIn because I think whatever culture you create is what your culture will be. Right. Very good. Angie, you want to jump in on it? On Julie's yeah. question, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. It's absolutely essential to change the picture at this very moment if you are really trying to make an impact. You know, some people aren't trying to do that, and which is silly. You know, why would you be on LinkedIn? But if you're trying to make an impact, I remember 
I've come from a design background, interior design, luxury homes, everything like that. So I learned at a very young age in the showroom that I had to dress the part. And when I started dressing the part, my clients would literally tell me that they chose me over all the other designers because I dressed the part, because I looked like a designer. And in my early 20s, that was a game changer because unfortunately, People are judging books by their cover. There's nothing that we can do about it. We have about 30 seconds to impress people, even less if it's me. You got 10 seconds, five seconds, I'm looking at you. And then whatever your first three words come out of your mouth, you know, is going to be your first impression. And when it comes to LinkedIn, when it comes to these visuals, this is your only first impression. You know, the profile picture is what comes up every time you see a, you comment on a post or whatnot. I look at the picture before I look at the comments sometimes, let's be serious. So 100%, if you're looking to take your brand and your career or whatever it is that you wanna do to the next level, it's time to update. And don't be afraid to take all the tips that we've been talking about today, your cell phone on portrait, natural light, and work it, girl. Yeah, absolutely. I think the clarity, like I would speak to the, like if you're gonna update, make sure the clarity of your photo. I know um, that, Tavia wants to jump in and talk about the power of personal style and appearance as it relates to your brand. And I think this is very good because if you're going to upgrade your photo, if you're going to potentially pay a photographer, you're going to do some work on this strategy. I went out and uh, got a photo shoot and I realized, you know, would it really help me to have somebody like Tavia there because photographer did an amazing, amazing, amazing job. But I fit the family in and then I got my own uh, photo shoot for the business side. And so somebody to sort of say, okay, you need to tuck your shirt in here. You need to put this hair back here because the photographer, the, the camera captures everything. Go ahead. Tim. Yeah. So I love this because like Angie, I have a design background. I was a fashion designer and I cannot even tell you the power of your personal style. It's an extension of who you are. So there are things that you wear that communicate things. So there's certain colors, there's certain accessories, there's certain styles that you can really showcase who you are. And in a picture is worth a thousand words. So let that really, wow. You, I can't even tell you how many times I get compliments on my headshot, which I'm wearing a really bright pink color all the time, countless compliments, just because it really, it stands out. It looks different than other people. And one of my very first jobs, I literally, literally got the job because of what I wore to the interview. That's how powerful your personal style is. And so if you're gonna upgrade your picture, don't forget about your appearance and how you are representing yourself in that picture, whether it's your headshot or you're doing a, a video or even showing up on Zoom, right? You are an extension of the clothes and what you wear. And it's really a powerful tool that a lot of people underestimate. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I just want to highlight J.R. Penry checking in. Beginning with the end in mind, I attempt to minimize me in the interaction with the people I'm dealing with so that I can focus on them and what I can do for them. And I think that comes back to personal brand because it's it goes back to making it easy. Am I making it easy for somebody to see the me I want them to see? Am I making it easy for them to see the person that is in service of them? You know, I can't think of something more important if I have a bookkeeper or somebody, you know, that's going to be responsible for 
uh, a major piece of my life, contractor, I don't care what it is, banker, uh, all of the different professions, if you don't know how to take care of you, how are you going to take care of me? And I think that's really what the whole personal brand thing is about. It's saying something when you care about your image, because if you don't care about your image, I'm pretty sure you don't care about mine. I see some head nodding. I appreciate you all uh, for 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 uh, making me feel good. All right, so uh, we definitely got some some great comments. It's it's two fifty five, and we're getting a little close to the end of the show. So I want to squeeze as much value out of this as possible. So uh, for the folks that are following along, that you're watching this, I know I know there's a decision that you have. There's something that's coming up that you have to, to choose uh, whether you're going to send that email that represents you, uh, whether you're going to uh, wear this out, uh, whether you're choosing to get a different kind of color face mask, which uh, I, since I just thought of that, I'll, I'll throw that out there because you know we're entering a world where we will be out in public, but the face mask is going to be around to stay for a while. So I'd love to get some comments on that. Uh, branding on the face, like all the different things. I can see Rob like already like with Beast coming at me uh, on, on the face mask, right? Uh, I think he's already got... What, Rob, you got the the branded uh, gator? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because when we first got locked down, it, you know, nobody knew what was happening. And it was kind of like, okay, yeah, wear a mask, sure. But people really didn't have masks. Nobody was buying masks. You couldn't even get them at the time. So all I did was I was going out for the first time in a while since the lockdown. And I've got a very crafty daughter. And I threw her one of my branded T-shirts. And I said, can you make me a mask out of this? And she made me a gator that you pull over, you know, with my logo on it. And I went out to Costco and I had that thing pulled down. And I just, look, always be branded. If you've got an opportunity to brand yourself, you need to do it, period. So that, that's what I had done in the beginning. But yeah, you're right. Those masks, they are an accessory now. Take advantage. So here we go. <laughs> hey, Ramon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so we're getting close to this. Uh, I want you guys to get your comments in. Now, if you thought there was something of value, so there's a way to enhance your personal brand. Sean Lashley is an incredibly uh, generous individual, right? He is saying if you are the most active and engaged person, and we're going to judge this by right now, you got to be here to win here. So I want quotes. The person that submits the most quotes into the chat I will see that and I will hook you up with Sean and he will give you a digital business card that looks like this. And this is, this is really cool folks. And this is, these are like the little ways that you can add to your personal brand, right? So the person that submits the most quotes, the most uh, nuggets of knowledge that were dropped today, and you can hold up your phone and you can actually uh, just put the camera app on. You don't need to pull up a QR reader as long as you've got a uh, sort of an updated phone, Samsung, iPhone. Just hold your phone up uh, with the camera app on, on top of Angie's uh, photo there. You'll be able to connect directly with her. You'll be able to connect directly with Steve. You'll be able to correct connect directly with Cameron. So let's get that done. Get those nuggets in the chat. Whoever gets that, you will get that. 
uh, for free from Mr. Sean Lashley. Thank you for doing that, Sean. We really appreciate you. And listen, uh, anybody else that else there wants to give free giveaways, we encourage that. <laughs> let's, let's, let's make that happen because that is a valuable thing. So I like that a lot. So it is getting close to our end time, 258. I want to just go round robin uh, around the room uh, so that we get sort of the last sort of piece and we'll give people a little bit of uh, ability to just sort of write what's being said so they can win this competition in the chat. What is your one piece of knowledge that you think people should leave here today on their personal brand? Uh, I'm going to have Steve uh, cap us off. So everybody's got like 20 seconds. So you got a sentence. All right. Keep it short and let's, let's, let's move this. Go ahead, Rob. All right, here we go. Here's your 15 second brand advice. I can give you in five seconds, the one thing that nobody else has that makes you instantly unique. We haven't even talked about it here and I'm surprised. It's tell your story. Even if you think your story is boring, don't worry about it. People wanna connect with somebody, you tell their story, it creates an immediate connection. And here's the thing, you think your story is boring, don't worry about it. You don't need to have a great story, you just need to be a great storyteller. Tell it everywhere. So, so important. Okay, Ramon, you're up. You're on mute. 2020 theme song is playing. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. All right, we're going. All right. And moving on. <laughs> Tavia, <laughs> tell us, uh, what's that one piece uh, that you want to leave people with? So really is be consistent. Uh, be consistent and really don't forget that people are visual. And so your nonverbal communication is communicating a lot more than you think it is. So really create that consistent look throughout. And it's, it's a, it's a Absolutely. marketing tool. So use I love it. That. All right. And then Angie, you're up. Uh, to me, building a brand is like building a business. So I think a lot of people get very down and hard on themselves. And you know, it's gonna take time. Just know that it can take time, that it could take a year, it could take two years. I mean, you know, it, it, it's going to be something that you're gonna make your baby. So take your time and Love find that. your most ahead, authentic self. I just <laughs> wanna say now that I'm unmuted, uh, share your gift, <laughs> be a goal giver. We all have a unique gift, go out and help people. And, and the laws of attraction will take place by helping others you're leaving the world better than you found it, but it also reinforces your personal brand as a subject matter expert. And you're gonna build this loyal tribe of people that are gonna refer more and more business to you. But it starts with you sharing your gift and helping us. Love it, so love it, love it. Post them into the uh, chat right now, Ramon. All right, Steve, the dream, the master awesome. connector, the host of our show, bring it all home for us. Absolutely. So, so Ramon, that, that, that was really good. And, and, you know, JR made a comment before about, you know, really thinking about other people and, and exactly what Ramon said, what JR said, you know, I heard it said, you know, people don't care how much, you know, they just want to know that you care and you need to, in your brand, somehow, some way, always look to add value to people. I mean, I think that's the reason that Cameron and I are, are doing this series, right? Because we want to add value for people. We're not, when there's no motive, except who can we touch? Who can we help? Who can we share our the, the great gifts that have been bestowed upon us? So, so that's my final, you know, parting words. Uh, thank you to all the to the panelists. You guys did amazing. You're amazing. I highly recommend connect with each and every one of them. Uh, reach out to them. 
the magic, the secret sauce is in the follow-up. So make sure you not only connect, but get with them, go out, uh, and and just be a go-giver, like Ramon said. Just go out and, and spread the love. Because, you know, we're there's some people in a dark place right now. You know, COVID has really affected a lot of people. But this is an opportunity for us to, to really spread the love and to really make a difference. And we are the light and we can bring bring that light to people. And so that's that's why we're out here just doing what we're doing, just to hopefully give some hope and and, uh, and shed some light for people. Thank you for that. the opportunity. So, so I'm going to just highlight on Steve one thing because he's super humble. And I will say, I think the motive, you know, for a lot of us being on this show, we want to touch people. We want to expand the brand. That's the whole idea around personal brand. And so if you want to do good in the world, if you want to make a difference, you can't do it from the shadows, behind the wall, hidden. If you want your voice heard, if you want to be a force for change, your personal brand matters. So make sure that people see that, know that, tell your story, make sure that your image tells that story. Uh, it is so, 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 so important. Steve, where can they find us again? Uh, I don't know if you want to just kind of break down what, what, where they can find folks. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, the, the uh, links for all, everybody's LinkedIn is, is down below. Uh, if you're on LinkedIn, you can connect with us right now through this page and uh, I will drop some links there. Go ahead, Steve. Well, I, you know, obviously, you, if you're on this show, more than likely you're, you're connected with me. Uh, but I would highly recommend, again, connect with everyone through LinkedIn. Uh, I would highly recommend Tuesday, 12 noon, get on Cameron's LinkedIn Live networking. Uh, check out each and one of these panelists. Uh, obviously, Cameron has a show at 11, the 11 Eastern Standard Time, right, Cameron, every day, correct? Every day, 11 a.m., Biz Dev Live. I love it when he says it. You know, my whole house shouts that uh, that phrase. So, but uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, find us, connect with us, and uh, yeah, have an amazing day. And as as A.B. Gabor says, my good friend, crush it. Beautiful. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a Master Connections series number four. Thank you, everybody, for sharing of your time. Thank you to everybody in the chat. I do want to announce that Chris... Januski is our 10,000 K card winner. He posted two quotes. That's all he had to do. So for all of you folks that were lazy on it, you just got to post three next time and you will win. I love you all. Thank you so much for doing this. We are out. Thank you guys. Everybody have a great day. Have a great weekend. It's awesome. <laughs>